This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back and happy Thursday. All right, guys. Well, as you can see, I am wearing the hoodie of the Grand Dame because I'm already ready for the next Real Housewives of Potomac after this um, finale. So before we jump in, if you guys haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed and let's welcome um, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Hold on. Hey, we did it. We made it through the season. Oh, Woo! my God. Man. Yeah, everybody did it. That's an accomplishment. It's been a long, well, a short season, but it felt like a long season. It felt like a long season. And Jen Shaw. Oh, wow. I was like, wow. I mentioned Jen Shaw. And I was taken no, no, off. No, I was no, like, no, no. whoa. <laughs> Go ahead. No. No, I, I I just feel like we saw last night. He's like they had to end it there because Jen Shaw held it hostage. You can't have that serious of a topic matter and then just go on. I mean, like I I really feel like there was so much more to come. And once you realize like the Jen stuff is so dark, and we're not going to get a real answer from from production or her or anything. So there was no other choice but to stop. And I'm glad they did, but they cut out some wild moments from the trailer. I'm like, I was livid. The first 20 minutes was embarrassing last night and the last 25 was great, but I needed a lot more. So wait a minute. Were you embarrassed by the fact that we didn't get the Dana, if you want any money on your books, then you better be nice to me kind of situation? Yes, but you also didn't get Meredith with Whitney. Uh, Meredith confronted Whitney uh, in the preview about like, you know, you did uh, you always bring up the bad stuff like that was a scene that they had shown. Like so they really cut deeply into whatever this was to potentially make room for the 30 minutes of the Jen continuation drama. But it, yeah. I don't know. It just it was very frustrating as a viewer. Uh, and at the very end, I was like, oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, OK, because the production even had that one moment where production was like, Jen, are you ready to talk about it? And then it was like, then nothing, you know. But then even if you look at the end of it, too, um, when you were sitting there and you were like, that's it, that's it. But if you go halfway through and you saw like the titles of, well, Heather is doing this. Meredith is doing this. I'm like, wait, what the is happening yeah it was it was really it was so weird well i think it was less than 30 it was so weird and then they like did the half back the back half of it all jen which is fine but i just felt it was so i mean not just i mean it kind of showed it was disrespectful to the season as a whole because it was like wow we are completely abandoning format now to follow one lady which is fine but give it the jen shaw special then like let these i mean we're supposed to let like follow these ladies lives and it just showed that this season there was nothing to follow and that choir is a bunch of they're lying to us about everything that choir hasn't even rehearsed two times like that choir was so bad no i totally agree and i also think um when you're talking about the choir too that's so funny um the fact that the choir was our finale 
and them having their like one big kind of um performance but then also unveiling the book cover i was like oh shit we don't have a finale 14 and, and, episodes or 13 it, episodes however yeah it was four i think it ended up 14 and then we'll have a couple reunion but it was like you know a seat wouldn't didn't last week of uh, last year of salt lake go 20 plus yeah i mean and then angie during the choir looking over to like Jen and and uh, looking over to Jen and Heather, I was like, this is so cringy in so many ways. And then the uh, <laughs> the the elf on a shelf husband crying to Coach Shaw, or like he couldn't even talk. Oh. There were so many moments that were just like, Wait oh, this is brutal. <laughs> that too in itself, like you could tell where Coach Shaw came up. And I've listen, I've met Coach Shaw. He's very um good with his words. He's very smart. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really he's... someone, and he also owns what he says. So he's not really someone you just want to sit there and be like, "Well, I just made an entire Instagram about your entire family with your name, but attacked another family." But I'm so sorry if this cut deep and your wife was feeling it. However, like, how do you say that? Of course, he's going to be nervous. Oh yeah, but it was just great that he completely like he just couldn't speak, and then his wife had what he's trying to say is I thought that was, I, and, and once again it just goes to show you that Jen for every bad thing about Jen, it just goes to show you that how she still looks sort of okay in certain moments because all the people surrounding her are just as bonkers, yeah, like that, like they're just as bonkers. Like in that moment, Angie and her husband looked dumb as hell. And it's like, yo, you guys, you know, you talk mad trash about Jen and her husband behind their backs. Don't kiss the ring in public. You know what? You know, like, listen, you can like stand up for your stupid Finsta account, like stand up. Like, this is what I was doing. This is like it was after Lisa. I thought it was funny and it's not funny. You know? No, he thought he was going to get. I mean, I think for him, he was like, what is going to happen? Oh, shit. Like, here is the family. They're calling me out. What do I say? Yeah. Right? But I mean. I yeah, no, that's exactly. But I just feel like what a way to fumble the bag. What a way to fumble like what an like the Jen stuff was so amazing. Even us following it as a Bravo audience away from the actual show was so much more exciting than this season. And that show like, the, you know, our following this this trial and stuff that was all like by little accounts and doing you get pieces of information here and there. And that was still more exciting than an actual told story. And that's what I think this this franchise has to worry about is getting back on track, because I don't know how you recover with the stranglehold that this Jen situation has on that show. Well, you know, what's funny, too, is, um, you know, Ryan, um, Ryan, sorry, Ryan Bailey, Andy Cohen <laughs> went on <laughs> Radio Andy, and he said that he... He said a few things. He said, um, Lisa Rinna, something to the effect of like how they're going to miss her and they hope that she comes back. But I feel like that alluded to the fact that she was no longer um, on the show because she decided to walk away. And I don't think that she walked away, especially because she did that live right before with Erica and Diana Jenkins. And yeah. Diana was like, you better ask for her back. Yeah. And also... You have Ronald Richards out here kind of trying to explain the fact that their mortgage is worth more than their house. So if their mortgage is worth more than their house, then like, what do you actually, I mean, right. And if, if Miami has taught us it, Miami has taught us so much about mortgages this season. So, right. um, no, I mean, I think 
I, I was trying to explain to my audience that the and like the delicacy that Andy has to like go through, like just because Andy says, oh, I hope at some point Lisa will come back with us. I hope she'll humor us. That doesn't mean that that it was a mutual thing. It means that Andy is being uh, you have to kind of it's a delicate balance to keep all of these people happy. You don't want to burn bridges ever. You know, right. like I, I mean, even if Rinna was let go, they're not going to burn bridges in public and stuff like that. You know, they're going to keep it. I mean, even with uh, the Jen Shaw stuff, Andy went on his radio show and said, well, uh, I'm hoping to go uh, do an interview with Jen this weekend. That's what I'm hoping for. And, you know, that was been asked and and talked about for many months. But he even says, like, I hope so. He's not making it definitive. And, you know, like Andy really straddles that line to not give us too much information and also to keep it cute for the most part from him. Well, and that was, I think, if you like go down and you break down everything that's going on with the Lisa Rinna and then the um, Jen Shaw of it all. And if you talk about uh, Radio Andy XM, right? I always want to say Randy. Um, Radio Radio Randy, yeah. Yeah, Radio Randy. Um, He also said that Jen Shaw would be hopefully doing an interview with him this weekend with like cameras around. And I heard that wasn't true. So then when he said that, and then people are running with the Lisa Rinna not actually being fired, I'm like, well, if the Jin Shaw thing is not true, is that true? Or is it just to, you're optimistic, you're like money pays, money talks, or do you? I think it's Andy making Lisa look okay. Like, I I think it's Andy making Lisa not look like a fool. I think, you know, like, listen, I think Lisa wanted to come back. And I think that was Andy going like, it's okay. You know, like trying to like, you know, it's one thing to do that in a business setting, but it's another thing to do that publicly. And I thought Bravo really handled that well in terms of it was a mutual decision and letting Lisa run with that. Andy backed it up. But I see people online going like, see, I told you she wasn't fired. And I'm like, guys, you don't believe just because Andy says like something kind of nice and giving her a little room to breathe doesn't mean that's exactly true either. I mean, I think we all kind of know Lisa had burned a couple bridges this season in terms of just her her internet behavior, uh, if you will. And I think the Jen Shaw stuff too is that like I genuinely believe Andy does not like Jen Shaw but at the same time he's not going to turn down what would be a really good interview potentially for the network with a big story well and then if you think about it too what I was going to say is like now not you know like now that we know that Jen Shaw is not doing the one-on-one with Andy um, as of right now I'm thinking in my head I'm like oh then yeah really how much merit does that get but also last time I did a hot messy topics um Everyone said that Jin Shaw owes the people sort of like an Instagram live apology where it's like raw, no glam, um, just kind of like apologizing to the camera and saying, this is what I did. This is what I thought I could get away with. But I want to hear what your thoughts are. Do you really think that Jen thinks she owes us anything? Jen does not give a rip about it. Jen barely gave a crap about her family. Like, there's no way Jen thinks she owes us anything. I I agree with you, Adam. I think, yeah, I there is no there is no closure on the Jen topic. She goes to prison. I don't we don't know anything at this point. There has been so much thrown out there. And even terms of her uh, potentially extramarital affair on coach, we have no idea. Coach was named in some of those 
text messages in the actual uh, the, the actual sentencing. Like, so there is so much we don't know. There's so much confusion on this. And the the Friday trial alone, like, I'm, I'm glad she's sentenced. I'm glad this process is moving forward. But I'm sorry. I'm just as confused on a lot of areas. But Jen, we saw last night. That's what was so dark about it. We see that scene with her mom of like, well, we know you're innocent, right? And they flash back to her mom and like, you know, her mom wanting to give her her retirement fund. There were so yeah. many cringe moments of like going to New York. She's still in designer everything. She's still in uh, she's still in a huge hotel room. Obviously, they flew production, flew Meredith and Heather there to support her because, you know, they scheduled camera crews to be there. So this was all set up after the finale wrapped. But I just don't think Jen thinks she owes us anything, even though I think she owes an explanation and it would do her a lot of good. Um, just goodwill from the Bravo audience, which I think is the majority of is pretty much against her at this point. Right. Do you think if she did come out and say, like, listen, um, now that I've been sentenced, this is what happened. This is what I did. I'm going to prison. Um, I apologize to all of the victims in court. I agreed to a guilty plea. I am now about to serve my sentence. Is there a way to win over the audience or is it just like done? Well, I, I mean, there's always a way to win. Like, like people love a comeback story. I don't know. This might be a bridge too far in some ways. But yeah. remember, Jen is really good at ingratiating herself to people when she wants to. So it'll be interesting to see, like, she could thrive in prison. She could. I mean, I'm I'm waiting. Like, she'll have a flood of mail from Bravo fans, probably. And she'll probably who knows? Like, if Jen thinks she can get somebody from somebody. I mean, I still think Jen is probably I mean, we even saw last night. She immediately threw Stewart under the bus, like immediately another lie on top of lies. Like she was like uh, she was telling Meredith and Heather, like, listen, that's Stu. I can't believe. And it's like, come on, man. Like the gig is up. These stuff. This can be proven at this point. Like, you know, Stuart is definitely a criminal just like you are, but you you were the head of that thing. The fact that you're still grasping at straws doesn't leave me a lot of hope uh, for future Jen. Like, I still yeah. don't even that trial, even reading all those trans transcripts from Friday. I was just like, oh, you know, the the elder stuff. And, and I'm like, really, if you really paid attention or respected your elders, you wouldn't have scammed the elderly. Like, this is like really simple. So my next question for you, um, with going into this whole reunion and knowing that the finale was going to be this choir and this um, revealing of the cover art of the book of or Bad Mormon. The yeah, book Bad of Mormon, Bad Mormon. Yeah. Bad actor, bad storyline, bad everything. What were your thoughts on the finale? If you had to rate it one to ten, ten being the highest. Three. Oh, bad, right? It was so I really bad. hate it. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I cuz I just thought I was I'm a, like I I went into it not like positive, but I thought maybe this could surprise me and it surprised me, but just in the way it was so clunkily put together and they were yeah. like, "Okay, I guess this will be the gen section now." And I got, you know, and I just felt it really kind of did a disservice and showed how little they had this season because even think about it. 
at the beginning of the season, we had Whitney like like be like excommunicating herself from the Mormon church. That right. never even came back up at all. The Meredith and Lisa stuff, there was no movement on the entire season. They still hate each other. Um, you know, Seth and Meredith are supposedly cutesy together now and they're great. OK, Shaw, Jen Shaw, we never got a real story. We just got a bunch of things that she wanted the court to see. We saw her on her medication so she could say she was on medication. We saw that scene. We see the coach scene saying like, oh, we're a solid front, but who knows if that's true? Like the thing is, I don't even believe what I'm seeing anymore. And especially how we ended it with Heather and that eye, that just shows you how much they're manipulating production. Production's manipulating us. It just shows like even the choir, that choir had not rehearsed at all. Like that was literally BS. And I'm saying this whole season is potentially a lie and they don't like each other. If you compare Miami to like maybe Miami or even Beverly Hills, these ladies are actually in each other's lives. Salt Lake, I don't believe any of them hang off, uh, hang out when cameras are, are done, except for Heather Wait, and Jen, maybe. I kind of have some, like, little hot questions for you. Yeah. Do you think that Salt Lake deserves another season? Uh, yeah, of course. It's still... I would be curious how you save it at this point, but I think yeah. it can be saved. And also, listen, this got really low ratings this season, but yeah. at the same time, it's still got something and it's a name brand. So I think, you know, Bravo's not they'll 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 rebuild. I'm just curious. I just feel like this is a real big rebuilding because Meredith and Lisa still don't get along. Whitney yeah. is kind of like Whitney doesn't get along with Heather. And right. so you're going to force these four ladies that don't really get along to hang out with each other. Who knows if Dana, the Angie's are coming back and who knows if we need them. And you know, there's gotta be, that's the other thing is like, people say they'll miss L- Rinna or they'll miss Jen. And I'm like, guys, do you know how many strong, amazing women are out there? Do you know how many like personalities are out there? People got to like do the work and go, find these people because they're out there you know right. like that it's just a just such a disservice to women saying that there's not a strong women everywhere that you go okay and then also well i mean salt lake city so you're saying pretty much they can be saved if we let the casting department do what they do which really means go above and beyond and actually find the women who can save it because we are still in a huge city and people come there from all over the world we have those dynamic personalities the money the wealth we have all of it right there in salt lake city so we can find it but then another problem Brian Bailey is the fact that a lot of the people who have the money and have the opulence and the wealth, they don't want to be on show. But but fine. Good. Wake up. Finally, rich people. You shouldn't like, I'm okay. If you go down a tier in terms of wealth, like I'd rather see good personalities actually having conversations and stuff. Um, Real quick. I was looking at your comments here and Lori said, Andy said they have a great cast for next season. And Lori, I heard that too. But at the same time, Andy says every season is amazing. Every season, like Andy's a showman. Andy's like Barnum and Bailey's. He's like the ringleader. He's not going to be like, ah, things are weak so far. I really don't have a lot of hope. He's going to get us excited and tell us what we want to hear because we want these shows potentially to go on. And then Krista says, let this cast have it minus Jen Shaw, which I agree with. But can you have it that with the four main ladies and most of them aren't getting along? Can you really have that have that season? Endub said, I was disappointed with the finale and how much time spent on Jen. However, hopeful that this made space at the reunion to spend more time on the other ladies' stories. Um, I think, Endub, thank you. I think it's going to be a flop. I really do. Well, I mean, like, 
other ladies stories like I feel like we would have to then hear like are we going to hear stories from the beginning of like oh I didn't even realize that was happening to you why didn't they put that on camera like are they going to talk about what they did the week before like oh I went shopping this week it was great like I mean there was just so little brought up about these other ladies except for the big ones with like Lisa and Meredith that I'm curious I mean, obviously, we know we know Heather and Whitney are not in a good space. So that will be I mean, we'll see fighting there. But also, I mean, the other thing, too, is like that last scene. What did you think with Heather and Lisa Barlow meeting up at the restaurant? And Heather was like, listen, I think coach was in on it. And I think da 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 da. like all of a sudden, like for somebody that's ride or die, which I never want to hear in my life again. Heather really seems to straddle the fence like she'll like kiss Jen's ass till kingdom come. But then in other scenes, she'll be like, I think she did it. And I think she got caught. And I think she, you know, that was wild. I think that honestly, that was like a really bad position for um, Heather. Only because if you don't like Jen and if you think that, you know, like there were all of these things that were done, then you can't sit there and um, try to defend her. Just be like, well, I don't agree. And so guess what? I've decided to um, decided to sever ties with that relationship and I move on. But then if you sit there and you're like, I'm good friends with you. I'm here for you, whatever you need. And then you get caught over here and you're trying to implement coach into it and speculate right before there was even a sentencing. So you don't know when yeah. this is going to air. It's yeah. like, uh, that's not really a good friend. And I like Heather Gay, but in this moment, I thought, that's kind of really shitty because I would have way more respect if you just looked at her and you said, dude, I don't believe you. I think you're guilty. I'm not your friend. Moving on. Don't contact me. If you need something, call your lawyer. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think Heather had just really, you know, what we refer to as a really bad flop season. Like this was yeah. bad on so many levels for her. Like it was weirdly worse than Jen Shaw in a way because Jen just kept everything quiet. Like we didn't really even find out dick from her the whole season, but Heather really dug, dug in and she kind of used her popularity. We even saw that in the bathroom scene from last episode of like, Hey Jen, if you want to get it off this, let's start talking about my eye and they'll get away from you completely. It's like, don't direct the scene. Like you're, you're, yeah. don't direct this. And I, I just, even, even in that conversation with Seth, Meredith and Heather outside in New York, I just felt like Heather, Heather doesn't seem to think deeply about these things. Like even Meredith was like, listen, I, I have a big problem if she knows she's guilty, you know, like even Meredith like realizes that this is very bad. And the victims, that's a really insane thing that happened to these victims. Like you right. think about Jen going away, but these victims, like they lost their retirement. They, these were already elderly people. Like this is wild. And then Heather going, well, you know, everybody may. And I'm like, wow, Heather, like, I, I guess like, be ride or die all you want, but like somebody has to call their friend out. And the fact that none of them do that just shows how, how but under then, Jen's spell they are in a way. But then also you have to remember too, this was two things. One, um, for Heather, you know, like I'm that ride or die. What happened was, is like, at this point, this is season number three. So you're very smart. You understand that when you say something in a confessional and it like, you know, in your mind, you're like, it hits. You're like, oh, they're going to use that. You know, it's going to come out and then you look kind of silly. And I understand it's good for TV and you whatever, but it just looks so bad on Heather. It looks like I'm sitting there supporting you. And then all of a sudden I'm coming back and I'm like, 
okay, well, I think that there was more to the story. And then you're meeting up with Lisa Barlow and then you're reaching out to Heather or not Heather, uh, Whitney Rose. And then you're refollowing her. It just looks so bad. Dude, that Heather her. refollowing like Whitney. Yeah, I, I, I really, I mean, I hope Heather does some soul searching. Like it really, I mean, we all, like I said last week, we all have bad seasons in our own lives. So I'll throw, I'll extend that to Heather. But it yeah. really sounds like Heather might be like, it just kind of like, wow, you might be a manipulator as well. You seem to really want to manipulate situations to make whoever you like at that moment look good or to whoever you don't like look bad in the case of Whitney. And I just was kind of shocked to see Heather do that this season. And that refollowing of Whitney on Friday after the verdict, I thought was so cringy on so many levels. It's like, no, give it a week. Give it a week. At this point, for Whitney, I really have more respect for Whitney because people people sit there and like you say all the time. And I always sit there and like when you break it down, you're like, you know, Whitney kind of has this like baby voice where she talks like this. And I talk like why is bad weather breaking up? I don't know. She delivers the message at the end of the day, like. Whether you need it done in like 10 seconds or if you want her to like, you know, use the full minute and she tells you how it came about and what she thinks and how she feels. She delivers like the full on story and it has like merit. So you can't really say too much about Whitney because really right now in question, because it went from, okay, we know that Jen Shaw did not punch you in the face. So you use this black eye. You said that somebody potentially punched you in the face. And I love Heather Gay. I really, really do. But there's a lot of problems here. Um, and then we know that no one punched you in the face, that it was too much alcohol, a few other things. And then you fell, hit your face. Okay, cool. Let's call it a day. Then we move on. Then you go to New York with Meredith. Um, you guys are staying in separate rooms. You're supporting Jen Shaw. She ends up changing her plea to guilty. But you had to leave right before because you were about to go to Thailand for the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3. Right? Okay. Yeah. So then, after that, after you go to the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3, you do pickup shots. Now, in the pickup shots, you start talking about how she changed her plea. And potentially, it could have been because they might have had something against Coach Shaw. Not knowing whether or not this episode was going to air before the sentencing, because you don't really know how this is going to happen, knowing that really the whole trial was pushed back at least like what, three, four five times. Yeah. So that really kind of puts you in question as a friend, because if she's already pleading guilty, accepting the charges, knowing that she's facing up to 30, 40 years in prison, why in the fuck would you even come up with that? Yeah, I, I'm confused and dismayed and disappointed about like, I, I, you know, I think Bravo just I mean, I'm, I am i don't know who to I, I this production kind of I would be I, this. I'm so curious behind the scenes on this production now, because I feel like the audience even feels like that couldn't have been like, was that your finale? Was that book party really in production's head, the finale? Or was there yeah. more that they saved? Was that there more that they like, well, we can't use this at all because at the end, like when you're dealing with that Jen Shaw thing, like I said at the beginning, that is so intense and so uh, overwhelming that any of those other ladies issues completely get negated because you're dealing with somebody that could go away to prison for decades. So that is like when you have this monster, you you know, it makes these other women's problems look smaller and they aren't. These are like fascinating problems in some ways, some ways. But like this overwhelms all of it because so it was like I, that's what I mean by the show is held hostage by this. 
And the show didn't handle this well. The show didn't give us any information that we couldn't find out already. And even that, it was like blurred. We got to only see Jen's point of like I was so livid that they let her say that bullshit about Stuart Smith last night. Uh, Like, like, listen, criminal as well. But to be like, oh, he screwed me. He manipulated me. He did this. I'm like, wow, man, like Bravo should literally put a counter underneath going. This is not verified. This is not correct. This is not, you know, like question for you. Why do you think they took out the Dana? um, If you want me to put money on your books, kind of like that whole well, I guess they don't they don't want Dana to have a good moment. I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe out of respect to I don't know. I, I, I was thinking things like maybe they wanted uh, to respect Jen a little bit. And, and also they're still trying to get her for an interview, a sit down. Maybe that that was a part of it. Like, let's not do a pile on. But I think it was really sloppy to leave that in the preview and not show us. Like, I think that's just sloppy in so many ways. Like, don't do that. Don't show things in a trailer because this audience is so voracious that we remember and it makes the production even look dumber in certain ways. And that was a great line. That was a great line. I'm guessing it happened right around the time last night when they were also bringing up Jen's uh, harming harming herself uh, potentially with Coach and Coach was there. I'm guessing it happened in that area. So maybe that was so dark once the reality or not, I don't know, whatever happened with that situation, you know? So I'm thinking that's where it happened and they took it out because once you bring up also Jen harming herself potentially, Maybe don't pile on. I'm not sure. And I'm still, I got to say, I'm still hazy with that whole story about Jen anyways. Right. Yeah. Wait, um, Chris, goes, this is the finale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the finale. Yeah. That was the finale. Um, I thought it was weird that they had the, the main title things in the background where it says like what they're going on to do next um, halfway through the season. And then we went to New York. It, that was weird. Um, the whole story of all of it and then knowing that we're going into the reunion and then I've talked to a few people, not cast members, but I've talked to a few people saying that the reunion is going to be like pretty, you know, but we expect that we're not really like shocked. Oh, I said, I listen, I'm going into this going like whatever. And I, like, I figure they're just going to have like waiters that were like at the restaurant. They were like, they're just going to bring on just a series of like guest stars because I mean, the four main ladies, I just, the four main ladies, like two of them, two, you know, Meredith and Lisa don't get along. Heather and Whitney don't get along. And so you'll have a little play there in terms of argument. But Whitney is like, this is Whitney always tells the truth. I feel for the most part, but like we've talked about, she takes a while to get there. So I hope, I hope Whitney does good. Like I'm rooting for Whitney because Heather has the gift of like, she thinks she speaks in talking head and she thinks her shit don't stink. And I feel like she feels she can almost bully Whitney in a, in a sense. So I'm really curious to see if that backfires on Heather next week. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think, I think they need to like sit out for a little bit before they start filming. Who knows? Well, they're supposed to start filming in February, but then I was like, who, the, who are we going to have? Like, you guys have to, if anybody is going to get a pause, we need to pause Salt Lake City before they become Dallas and then we completely cancel them yeah. because right now we have nothing to go off of. Um, this is bad. Yeah, I, I just think w- what's the harm in pausing unless you just want that revenue stream like almost like immediately so you can air by this point, I, which is just like, I, I, 
quality is always going to like do better for you long term. Yeah. Um, and that it scares me if they're just trying to rush things because then it's like, oh, it's just it's just money to you instead of actually having an amazing season. And also, do you think that I was like, I really hope that they don't follow Jen into prison. I hope not. I think they need to be done with Jen after this season. Like I, I for for until she gets out of prison or whatever, but I don't want to see her leading up to prison in the next season. I don't want and cuz she told the judge she's still a cast member of Salt Lake on Friday and she yeah. said and the judge was like currently and she's like yes, which that's what led me to believe that she was doing an interview with Andy cuz I was like, "Oh, maybe that's what she means." But I I think I don't want I don't want Jen to hold this show hostage anymore. I don't want it to be under the shadow of Jen Shaw next season. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Interesting. Okay. So, I mean, all right. So then we need to bring in, obviously, we have four great cast members right now, but we need to bring in like more dynamic cast members, hopefully like a Mary Cosby. We need another person. We need um, loud in your face, not like um, meek. You know what I mean? Yeah, Meek, but we, I, it'll be interesting because we'll see who shifts positions. Like, is Heather going to try to try to think she can lead the whole cast? Is she going to go into that Jen Shaw role more? Like, who, like, there's Lisa Barlow kind of wants it, but like, all the ladies don't really, you know, like Lisa Barlow except for Whitney now. Like, the, the, the dynamics are kind of weirder than most, uh, most seasons. Also, I was thinking Whitney is very much like Sutton in a way is that Sutton stood up to Erica this past season when I didn't think she would. And Whitney stands up for herself. Whitney could have bowed down to Heather and just been like, whatever you say. And she didn't. And I think that is to be commended because I think Whitney is a deep feeling person. Oh, shit, Whitney. All right. What did you think about this? In what sense? I mean, first of all, is the book out yet? No, it comes out in February. I looked it up oh. last night. Yeah. Um, how, so, I mean, it'll probably be out by the time. That... Out? Wait, when did this, this wrapped in April? Well, because she hadn't finished the book yet. Remember, like, remember, like she was like behind on all those deadlines and it just goes like they were pre-selling this book long before I think she even started writing it. Um, but yeah, like this is, this is classic housewives of just like, advertising it was like Rinna wine last season on beverly hills they wine wasn't ready to sell they were like just tasting but they wanted to get the name out there so this gets the name out there you know like this gets that out there we're asking about it but i really don't have high hopes for this book anymore like i really like i'm like well i just wish somebody would tell the truth when she sat there and said well maybe the whole i thing would be in the book i'm like girl you got drunk you hit your head it's okay. It happens. Nobody punched you in the face. They would have the footage. They would have no problem throwing anybody under the bus because guess what? If they had a trailer of Angie K Meredith or Jen punching you in the face, if they had any of that footage, they would have put it in the trailer and they would not try to protect anyone. They would make the best season possible. Just like Monique and uh, Candace. You know what I mean? They will show it. Yeah. I, 
I don't know. It just this 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 as a whole. Like I I, I told myself I really enjoyed the beginning of this season because I thought it was so weird and so all over the place. And I started really appreciating Lisa, who I had not appreciated the first two seasons. Uh, but then by the end, it just completely flamed out. And I truly, from a production standpoint, I wonder what the conversations they're having are because this is a franchise that we all know so it is there is still legs in this it's just like how do you rehab this show and i think it's really hard because i think it's just under the shadow of jen shaw i think it really does it at a disservice for something that big to happen and the show not really tackle it the way it's deserved to like the way it's meant to be handled so right. we are left as an audience with like you know <laughs> like proverbial blue balls in a way because we're so wanting information and they don't give us any and we get to see the image of Jen but it's all like constructed in a way that Jen wants it to be or these other ladies so we never get real truth and so there never really is closure and I think that that's going to make us really irritable already and then going into the reunion because we don't know enough about these other storylines to really give a rip about anything else than what is presented with the Jen stuff, I feel. Would you have been more interested in getting the reunion for them? Um, like, say we have the four girls, and then we have however much time that's allotted for the friends of non-snowflake holders, um, Angie Harrington, Angie Kate, Dana. Say we have them come in. Are you more interested in this reunion or the Andy Cohen one-on-one with Jen? I, God, Adam, that, that's like, you know... I mean, those are both like two horrible options, they feel, because the Jen sit down like all of a sudden Jen's not going to just tell the truth. Like if this is like the most intense, like Watergate style well, interview know? from Andy. How do you Cohen. know? Because, because now- we, we also know Andy, like like I said earlier, he's a ringmaster. He straddles that line. He's going to say, okay. Jen, we know you're very you're very hurt. We know that you you know, like it. you have to kiss ass a little bit. It sounded very like him, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like. Uh, you know, so it's not going to be the animated Andy. It's going to be the serious Andy. And he's going to you're going to get it's it's like how he questioned Erica at certain times in Beverly Hills. It'd be like, OK, moving on. Like and it would be one question. And so I don't hold out high hopes that Jen's going to give us that really scathing sit down that we're wanting. And I also don't have a little lot of hope for the reunion. I think it's both equally crappy. And like, we just kind of kind of brace ourselves and get through it. And it'll be done. And I think that's the thing we should celebrate is that this being done and hopefully we can move on from here and they figure it out. I just hope I mean, I just don't envy those producers at all. Yeah. I cannot believe that. Well, it's official. Yeah, it'll be like, Jen, what, what's your skincare routine? What do you, what do you think it's going to be in prison? Like, it'll be like softball questions of like, hey, what are you going to be doing in your last week? Are you going to go, what's your favorite meal? Are you going to have that? Like, also, like the fact that Jen even let that article come out about taking a 20 person dinner in New York the night of that sentencing on Friday, you know, the page six article that came How out. I was like, going to stop it. I was like, I know, I know, but I'm just like the optics, dude. Like, oh, like, no, please, like know, maybe go to a smaller when restaurant. When I saw, I was like, listen, I said to Jason, I said, I have to say really quick. Um, if I were just going through, you know, like a trial, then I pled, then I changed my sentencing and people were coming in town there to support me. And this is not me sitting here and like supporting Jen. I'm like, what the fuck would I do for dinner? Do I go out with everyone who showed up out of different, you know, like states? Or do I sit here and I order room service? And Jason's like, I don't know. What are you, why are you asking me that? Just press play. And I was watching The Purge. 
So I just <laughs> we're watching the birds. Yeah. Wait, somebody. This is like it. it I, I do want to say, like, think about the storylines that they gave us that we didn't like the Lisa Barlow, like uh, basketball game stuff. Like we didn't even like go into that at all. Like we yeah. couldn't find the person that said that we couldn't find one of the guys that gave her like, come on, you guys like that is like bad producing. You let that stuff get introduced and you don't even like that's a big accusation. So that's a big accusation. And you're not going to even follow that a little bit, except for Lisa kind of like trying to shut it down, which is normal. But you're not going to try to back up the stuff that you let on camera in regards to that rumor. But even that, then like show us. I mean, this is what if you have these women threatening production over and over again, it's time to get new women. Like, yeah, I was was talking to Shia yesterday. You can't move on. And, you know, like replace your horse in a race when you don't have another horse to replace it with. But don't then don't enter the horse in the race and to begin with. If you like usually but she's the, how these, in the race, but these shows will do pre-interviews usually. Like, what did you hear this season? What do you like? They do pre-interviews with cast. Vanderpump does this all the time where they'll be like, what were you up to this summer? And they'll go through all that stuff and they'll yeah. be like, OK, that's a storyline. That could be a storyline. And that's how they usually do these things. So that was a, that production knew that was going to be brought up. Touche. <laughs> you win. You win this. No, no. I mean, like, you're totally right. Um, sometimes they do bring up shit that's like out of left field. But like you said, um, they do ask everyone, like, what's going on? What do you have? What's coming up? What do you plan on bringing up this season? So they really do vet the hell out of you in order to make sure that they have a show because at the end of the day, it's their asses on the line. So well, Adam, you know, you know, Sheena, right? Yeah. Like from Vanderpump, yeah. you know, her personally, I, I was, I got to be on her podcast yesterday and we were talking about like, listen, Sheena is somebody that for better or worse, put out so much crap out there about herself, even stuff that did not make her look good. And that's mm-hmm. what I think real reality stars do is that they really kind of live their truth for better or worse. And yeah. they're going to take it on the chin from audiences because we will really give her a hard time at times. But I'm like, thank you for your service because you actually were honest about this. This season of Salt Lake just seems so dishonest. And I'm not even talking about the dishonesty of Jen Shaw across the board dishonest. Yeah. No, I mean, wait, wait, can I ask you a, per- a question? You don't have to answer. Have you talked to Jen Shaw since uh, in the last week? No, not even a text. No. No. Yeah, a DM? No. No, okay. honestly, I was I actually I've tried. I've reached out um trying to see are you doing the one-on-one? Like I wanted yeah. to know. Everyone wanted to know. So, but no. Yeah. I just didn't cuz I did talk to somebody uh somebody was in my DM saying they had just been texting with her and I was like, "Oh, wow." And said she was like keeping her head up and stuff. Oh. No, Jason and I, um, Jason, I think got food poisoning the other night. And then I don't know if I got food poisoning or what, but I got something and it's still in my throat, my nose and I've been laying in bed. So yeah, I can tell you see, you seem like you, I didn't, you seem like a little, uh, down today. And I was like, don't be bummed at him. No, Salt Lake Lake will be better next season. Don't be sad. No, no. no. No, And and smash that like button. You guys come on. Yes. I keep seeing in the comments, smash that like button for Adam. He's smash he doesn't like even button. feel well. He's sick right now, and you gotta smash that like button. Do it hey. for me. He'll never have me on again if you don't smash that like button. <laughs> I appreciate you. No, definitely. Um, thanks, Ryan. But no, with that, all in all, if you're rating the finale one to ten, ten being the highest, what'd you say? 
Well, I said three before. I'm going to go down to two now. I'm going to keep lowering it. Okay. All right. A two. And then you think it deserves another season, but what do you think if you had to get rid of one person on the current cast and Jen does not count, who would it be? And it can't be a friend of Heather. Heather. Really? I think, I think pay, make her pay the price for me. Like, listen, I think she needs to go to a friend of or something because I think she really abused being a housewife this season. And she acted like she could edit. She could do storylines. She could do that. And it's like, listen, if you're not going to be honest about things, if you're not going to like that, I thing, whatever happened there. And I don't believe the Demois rumor that was put out there. I just believe she thought she could like manipulate storylines and manipulate things. And I just think there's no room for that. Manipulate, manipulate your friends on the show. Don't manipulate us watching the show. And I really right. feel like that is a cardinal sin in all of this. Like, don't do that. And and we know Jen is a, a huge Housewife Bravo fan from the start, even before this show. So she knows this stuff. And I think it's ridiculous. I really, I really was personally offended, which is so sad on my part, by this. You're like, and done. Well, I mean, Liz, I, I, I think she has a big hole to get out of because when the audience, lo- I loved her so much that when I see somebody completely change their character, then I start to question myself and go like, oh, was she faking that first two seasons? And she's always kind of been this way. And I just didn't see it. Like, it makes me rethink even how I view what I view. And I, I think it's really dangerous. Like it's like the court papers on Friday with the judge, the judge going at the beginning of the trial, guys, I realize that there are two, like, I realize that she was on a reality show and that is not real life. That's not the real Jen Shaw. The judge said that. And I'm like, dude, judge, why don't you watch the show and say that? Don't want like, like you're literally saying that guys, these shows that we argue about and talk about and, and show up to YouTube lives for, uh, they're all fake. We're all debating fake stuff that is not based in reality at all. Like I watch these shows because there is some kind of human behavior that is real. Like, don't tell me what I'm like dedicating a big portion of my life to is completely fake. Wow. What a, listen, what a perspective. <laughs> that. that was like you're so special <laughs> what a perspective <laughs> what a no perspective. i just i, I never Adam, you do your like life that. like that like you're gonna tell me that this stuff we're like putting so much work into is all just just fake everybody's just fake everybody's just playing roles the jen shaw is just a role and i'm like really was jen shaw on twitter two weeks ago a role was like mm. you know like don't like there these things have reality in them and for a judge to go on there like i think that makes bravo look bad and you gotta like you just gotta stop like you gotta like actually regain the trust of the viewers with this franchise yeah no i agree um holy shit I love the breakdown. Listen, I love the breakdown. Um, I thought it was great. And then also, if you talk about the Salt Lake City Housewives, I love how optimistic you are, but I am ready for this season to be over. I don't think the the um, reunion is going to be like a big deal. I'm curious to see how people treat um, Todd and Julie Crisley going into prison for January 17th. Because but then, remember, they never pled guilty. I will say that Jen pled guilty. So that's why the Chrisleys are getting so much more time. But I think that, well, they're still trying to appeal it. Yes. But I'm curious to see how like the media treats that, because I feel like that will be kind of a certain indicator of how we're going to see Jen's, you know, stuff play out. 
Well, listen, I mean, Jen had her manager in court. Uh, Jen signed with an agency um, and that was in Deadline Hollywood a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what opportunities are going to be coming her way in prison, before prison. The judge made it clear that you can't make money off of this, which I was a little hazy on because I'm like, does that mean no book? Does that mean, you know, like there are a lot of things I'm uh, confused about. And you know, at a certain point, I hope she gets in there and does her time and actually starts thinking about what she did. And I hope we get a Teresa Giudici picture where, like, she's hanging out with all her her friends in prison. Like, I mean, you know, listen, she's going to make a life in there as well. And I just hope she like I, I said last week, I was like, man, somebody's got to be watching out for those prisoners that could potentially get conned from Jen in prison. Like, it's hard to shake that stuff. Like, Jen, I think, is a con artist through and through, and it is hard to shake that behavior, especially if you don't admit it to yourself that you, you know, you use tactics to get what you want. And we all do that to a sense, but she does it to a sense where she's lying for it. She's kind of abusing uh, systems that are put into place to protect people. And I'm curious what she'll be like in prison. So what was your take on the um, sentencing? Did you think, okay, well, like this is fair or no? Uh, I really thought it was going to be more time. I thought I thought a couple moments, you know, when the judge said that at the beginning, what I just said about like, oh, there's, you know, I know that the reality Jen Shaw is just like a farce, like that's not real. I was really worried at that thing. And I just, uh, I thought it was going to be at least a year and a half more in sentencing. And I thought, Listen, I think this is where money does a lot. Bringing your family uh, helps things. Having all those letters written on behalf of Jen helps. Um, You know, I thought her lawyer, I mean, just reading the transcripts, I thought it was so cheesy, some of those lines. And I thought Jen's actual statement of the court was wild. And it still placed blame in other places. Like even at the very end in the statement, she said, Omar, I'm so sorry that you woke up to a gun, you know, pointed at you. And I was like, that's a very serious statement that happened. But like, she's also still not realizing you should apologize because you did something that that is how they, you know, that is how they secure a situation. I mean, it's really dark stuff, but like, I still think Jen is at a place of not accepting responsibility. She's told herself that like, well, I guess I have to go to prison because of this. I genuinely don't think Jen thinks she's guilty. Wow. So do you think that if Andy Cohen were to sit down with her, that he would get any other response? Or like you said earlier, no, you think it would be the same response. um, Jen saying that I'm not guilty and nothing would waver. No, I don't think you'll hear that ever. Uh, I think she thinks that deep down. I don't think you'll hear that publicly because that could jeopardize a sentence that could, you know, that's not going to ingratiate yourself to any of this process. It can't jeopardize the sentence um, anymore after tomorrow, technically, right? Because it's only seven days to change the sentence. And then the plea that she took, she can't appeal the sentence. I think I think too many people would call her out if she said that publicly. I genuinely don't think you want that kind of ill will. And just think about the actual victims of this, who she apologized to in her court statement. Uh, So I don't think I think this is kind of stuff she tells to her family and friends. Like, I think what she tells her family and friends is a complete lie uh, compared to what she tells us. You know, like, she's still probably making up excuses. Well, see, Stuart was the one that introduced me to this. And, you know, like, this is I was using my real business sense to like, I didn't realize it was this. And then I was in too deep. Like, I think there's just so many because us as humans, we 
we never want to accept blame for anything. We never want to be at fault. So we always make up lies that we tell ourselves in our head to get us out of responsibility. Right. Shit. Oh my Goryana. But 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 Adam, wouldn't this have been amazing to actually debate over the season? Like yeah. our conversation is probably more exciting than certain aspects of this season. Like well, this is the kind I'm of conversation we never got to have. Yeah. And now on top of this, I'm excited to see what's going to happen for the reunion because I feel like the reunion is probably not going to be like the most um exciting. But guys, I have the worst itch in the back of my throat right now. I apologize. I know, I'm sorry, dude. I, I, I can tell you're not feeling well. <laughs> That's all right. No, no, no. I mean, you're still a prof- professional as hell. I just we don't listen. We don't keep it off of the tube. <laughs> we get we're sick on the tube. Yes. Can I can I catch something tube. from just doing a, a YouTube with you right now? No, Is you it, cannot. With, okay, you cannot. You cannot. Absolutely not. But <laughs> oh man. So with that, Ryan. Um, moving forward. I'm going to do like a fire round with you. Ready? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to keep it to five questions. Yeah. Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Do you think Jen and uh, Jen Shaw will do ultimately do a one-on-one? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Do you think that Salt Lake City will last more than two more seasons? Yes or no? Yes. Favorite Real Housewives franchise to date this year going into 2023? Most anticipated. Oh, most anticipated? Uh, Franchise? I guess Jersey. Jersey. Okay. Did you ever think that Ashley and Luke were going to last? There's, I, th- this is where I'm an idiot. Yeah, I kind of like, I was kind of wistfully hoping that it would last. And then I was like, of course, it, when, they, when they brought it, I was like, of course it didn't last. But I was kind of like in the back. I was like, yeah, I hope so. Like, But I was happy she said on Watch What Happens Live that it was kind of because of Michael and not because of something Luke did. I was relieved. Do you th- last question? Do you think LVP Kathy or Brandy Glanville will be coming back to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? If so, name which ones. Uh, I think we're probably a year out from having Vanderpump back. I don't think it'll be this season. I think Kathy will be back halfway through the season like she was last year because she's filming the second season of Paris Hilton's reality series. And I think Brandy will come back. I thought last night they would announce it. Um, but I think they are, I think that was I maybe too obvious. And she's also doing Traders, Girls Trip. She's doing Girls Trip, which is going to be filming. So that would cut into Beverly Hills. So I think she will be brought back as a friend this season. Okay. All right. Well, Ryan Bailey, so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. We appreciate the hell out of you. Um, Don Ortz, you dirty mind. No, I have not been doing anything of that nature. No, I've just been talking my ass off too much. And also, hey, back the fuck up. There's a lot of shit coming out. It's going to be all good. But um, Salt Lake City is now officially a wrap. I'm sure we probably only have at most two parts of the reunion. I'm curious to see if Jen Shaw is going to be doing a one-on-one. And of course, you guys know that we will be back tomorrow for the Real Housewives of Miami. In case they don't know, will you let them know where can they find it? Yeah, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. It's a podcast, a YouTube page, an Instagram account. It's it's, uh, it's so much. It's too much. But uh, go check it out if you haven't. Uh, the interviews like are up there on the YouTube, plus some of my recaps. Like I just recapped last week's Salt Lake, which I do line by line with all the voices. So if that's your thing, go check that out. I'll be doing the finale of Salt Lake next week. So that'll be up there. And go follow the Instagram account and just whatever. There's so much good stuff out there. So just keep participating in any of this. It's awesome. Yes. 
All right, Ryan. Well, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. Don't forget to uh, go subscribe, smash that like button, hit the notification bells. And so bad, it's good with Brian Bailey. We appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you. Feel better, Adam. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. Um, we have a new episode of Hot Messy Podcast coming out tomorrow. So again, over here, do all of the YouTube stuff as well. And we will see you so very soon. Bye, guys. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.